Hey, my loves. Okay, why is it 12.34, a little bit past midnight? I slept so freaking good. Um, I thought it was closer to 5 in the morning, but it's okay. I'm going to probably fall back asleep. Um, you're going to see on the screen, you know, the thumbnail uh, talking about the mind-blowing study about what people say at orgasm. And I'm going to go ahead and play that clip. It's... um. 53 seconds. Let's let's go ahead and play the clip, and then I wanted to talk about something. They did a study about what people say when they're climaxing, when they're orgasming, right? <laughs> and they say one of two things in general. I mean, of course, there's some outliers who say some weird <laughs> shit, like, rhinoceros! I don't know. Sheep monkey! <laughs> yeah, exactly. But for the most part, they say one of two things, either their partner's name or, oh, God. Oh, God. And what the, the, the way that he was actually using it was to say that actually those are the same thing. Their partner is God. Exactly. Because your partner is the face of the divine, a face of the divine, a way in which the divine has taken form. So you're really actually saying the same thing with two different names. Yes. Slightly different flavor, but two different names. But it also speaks to the fact that we intuitively know that at that moment we're in contact. We're in contact with the divine we know it and um you know uh as amusing as that is right i, I remember cat williams did a, a joke about this and um and he was saying you know he was kind of taking a dig at atheists because he said if you don't believe in god then who are you gonna who who do you call out to when you're having sex he's like ah, ah, that's right you can't say God, right? But um, but um, a couple of podcasts back, I was talking about how um, at some point, I think the more it's not so much that women don't understand that sex is a sacred energy exchange. Um, I think that on both ends, on both parties globally, we see that we lose how sacred it is and so when you and that that it is an exchange right you're not going to exchange something sacred at the cost of a child or you're not going to exchange something sacred you know with just anyone on the street or you're not going to exchange a sacred moment you know for a bag of rice or for them to clip your toenails Right. Um, it's supposed to be sacred and interaction with the divine and or now you start to play with who is your God. Right. Because um, it, it kind of takes me back to when I was growing up, you you start to understand that who your God is, um, is a reflection of you and also um speaks to who you are as a person and your values right because some people you know you could say are like devil worshipers right and they act accordingly and also how do you engage with your god uh one of the things that i i like to think about is you know in this world where kind of like in the movie the war of the gods where they go to the temple each oracle had her her temple and so, but to get to her temple, there were certain things like even um, in the, and a lot of you knew I grew up 
um, Christian, but I found it fascinating that even for you to enter the presence of of God, right? You had to cleanse yourself, right? We were talking the other or um on on the um Kendra G in uh several of the women and I do concur. I have stories of my own too, but you'll have guys that their nails are dirty, their teeth are so stink because they have not taken care of their um their dental hygiene. Um some people I remember one a double date I went on with one of my uh my cousins and we still laugh about it to this day but it was funny not funny the guy smelled like fish and both of us were down there gagging um I was driving and it was my date and his cousin and so um I brought my cousin along too and not only that, he had not washed himself, he had not cleansed himself, and he had like this stain on his shirt. And we had to just cut the day short. My car stunk for three days. I had leather seats. We had to get in there and like wipe it down, but the odor had sunk into my freaking leather, right? And so... When you start to have conversations about godliness is next to cleanliness, right? Um, so I do like the idea of like when women, right? If if you if you consider, because uh, what I was talking about was when when women, if if women are supposed to be divine, and yeah, you can say you know if they're supposed to be a reciprocal, I'm going to have, a. I think more women come at my jugular to say that the man is divine. That's okay. Do that on your channel. <laughs> what I'm talking about, and I'm working more so with my ladies here, is um, if we're calling for the standard of, of godliness, right? If you are stepping into my divine temp, uh, temple, right? Uh, cleanse yourself. Wash yourself you know clean and, and and it's so interesting because i think even when i um i i really do get um appalled each and every single time when you see the guys come on Kendra G and you can tell they haven't washed their face you know they take no pride in their appearance type of a thing and yet they're asking to come into the presence of the divine right if we're if we're supposed to play with that whole idea of coming into the presence of the divine. Um, again, when I think even about, I, I, I am fascinated with what it took for you to enter the presence of what would be, you know, back then they considered in the times of Moses, they would create the sanctuary. And one of the first things that they had in, in the outer um, area was you had to clean, your, clean yourself. And they even had in those days, something that was kind of symbolic of a mirror. You had to look in, in the mirror and make sure that you took the crust out your eyes, that you groomed your hair, took all the crust out your beard and made yourself presentable, right? It had a place for you to, to wash yourself, wash those smelly um, armpits. And I also talk about this too. And, you know, when I talk about for my um, temple, you have to have to have no way you're entering my presence without like something like oud oil. In fact, it was when I um y'all know I love fragrances and um 
cannot wait to keep con uh, expanding my collection. But um, when I started to learn about oud oil for the home and in your, you know, your your fragrances that you put on your your person, one of the things that they said was. It, you want it to be a pleasant smell to God. And, and that was enlightening too because you understand that God made you with all these. Um, and and y'all, again, grew up in, in the church type of thing. I believe in a um, superior being, but I, I don't subscribe to me having to be a slave or being subjugated because I'm a woman. Um but hey, if I get to heaven and God is like, you know what? I am a white man and you are supposed to be subjugated as a woman. To hell you go. Then to hell I will go. <laughs> right. But the idea that this divine being made us with um, five senses, right? The ability to see, the ability to taste, the ability to hear, the ability to smell, the ability to feel. And so a lot of us don't even pay attention to smell. You know, when I've done my erotic astrology, um, my erotic astrology readings, I talk about incorporating the all five elements, including smell. Hygiene is so important, right? And it really does speak to, again, it's kind of like, what are you allowing to your temple, I think, but also um, how do you engage with your God? Because the way that you treat your God is a reflection of you, right? If you are can just go any old way and and it's interesting too because let's think about what they tell you in the church right it what one minute you know one century it, it's you know cleanse yourself you know prepare yourself before you come into the presence of god and and make sure that it is holy and pleasing right holy and pleasing to now come as you are and I'm not knocking it. I just want you to kind of think about it. I, I really. Oops. Is this still recording? Okay. Yeah, we're still going. Because <laughs> sometimes I'll be like looking up into the into the sky or whatever. And then I'll look down and notice I'm not recording. Lost my train of thought there. But I just want you to think about what that says about your divinity. If you can treat your God any just old way. You know, that that says something. And if you start to um, understand that you are in the embodiment of the divine, you pay more attention to what you allow into your presence. You know, I think when it comes to that sacred exchange and and do you set that standard or do you just let anyone come to you any old way? Right. Can you imagine even the whole thought process? Because that lets me know that people were trying to come into the presence of, of what was considered God or holy any stanko regular degular way. Just crusty, dusty feet from with the sandals from walking through the dust. Didn't wash their behind, you know, didn't brush their teeth, didn't groom their beards, stank to the heavens. It was so much so that... um. 
they he even talks about like doing a laundry type of a thing, right? And how people would get skin diseases. <laughs> Listen, but anyways, um, yeah, I don't know. I I find it fascinating. I'm probably most likely gonna add this to my arsenal, <laughs> and we will revisit this and what it means, right? But like I said, I was talking about how, um part of the black women being at the forefront or the uh, developing the mental map for a protopian future, um, we talk about the dynamics of things such as the passport boys, right? And so as we're setting the standard that you're not just going to come to us any regular, regular way, right? From everything as it pertains to hygiene, right? as it pertains to finances, to character. Character is another huge one that's been on the table that you have to have purpose. And so what happens is instead of addressing that and becoming divine, meeting the call of the divine, right? God calls you to a higher standard for you to be the better version of yourself. But instead of being held to the standard of the divine feminine, you know, watch yourself how you approach how you approach me, right? Approach me, and and, and so it's interesting. Again, I'm not gonna knock it. Sometimes I I can get a little bit like type of thing, but I left those those ones up. But it's kind of like, which is it? Is it you can enter just any regular day, or you can come any way that you are? Hmm. Um. If you're the person that you are engaging with is divine, um, it's right up there with pumping and dumping a goddess. You know, there's, there's, um, there was or used to be consequences, um, if you would run into a store and take all of its valuables and just take off without paying for it. It has value, but destructive, reckless. Um, but you're not even considering just how sacred that moment and that act is. You know, this was from nine days ago. Let me kind of just look through the comments. <laughs> I know I heard that. The way she said, oh, God. Yeah. Um, isn't. Hmm. Uh, let me see what people are saying here. Now, this is interesting what he said here. Anthony Armour, and this is on a whole other level. He says, with that logic, we're always in contact with the divine because we embody the divine. I'm going to go ahead and like that button. That was from six days ago. That's actually pretty deep, sir. Um, And do you notice how he used the logic part of his brain, <laughs> right? Um, Versus the, you know, more emotional aspect of it. But with that logic, we're always in contact with the divine because we embody the divine. And so when we start to have these languages where we're calling people like bandits and 
devils and demons, you know, um, meaning that, uh, somebody, somebody was talking about this too, you know, um, devils go to church too, right? Evil spirits go to church too, seeking who they can kind of like just snatch up, right? So you're trying, they're trying to be holy <laughs> type of a thing and someone to play with it too. But we talked a little bit about how you engage with the other as the other being the divine, but being reminded that we are also divine, that your body is a temple. And, you know, even when you think about the trafficking of little girls and, and little children, right? And children, um, you're allowing them to destroy their temples, right? To they have no say of what happens with their divinity, and that's part of the reason. And this, this is you know, listen, I know I got Bible thumpers out there, so let's play. But that's why, even in the you know, Bible that a lot of y'all seem that you want to be claiming you ascribe to, um, say it is better, I would rather that you cat, you know, tied a stone around your neck and were cast into the sea than for you to harm one of his little children, right? Um, But I want you to kind of think about that as I'm going to close out here too. What does it mean for you to embody the divine? Clip those toenails, you know, clean under your nails, brush your teeth, wash your face, wash yourself, wash your armpits, wash your, you know, neither regions, um, Take pride in your appearance, right? A lot of us like to say, oh, well, you know, I shouldn't have to spend designer. Nobody said nothing about designer. Take pride in your appearance. One thing, you know, when we were growing up, my parents, we they had us relatively young. But if it's one thing that, that you know, we were taught all the way up growing up, right? Um, we didn't always have designer. And sometimes the contrast was evident when... You know, I'm in a in a setting where I'm going to school with kids who are wealthy, kids who whose parents own, you know, huge corporations, like huge companies. They're world powers, right? In their own aspect, type of a thing, right? But if it's one thing we get in trouble with, is you got to make sure it's clean, right? And so each one of us siblings in our own right you know, um, really make sure when we step out that it presents as such, right? Um, that, that's, I don't know, I really enjoyed that. Let me, kind of curious. Okay, yeah, those are all the comments, but that was really nice. Um, That guy that wrote that comment is Anthony Armour. From six days ago, but remember that we are also in contact with the divine because we um we embody the divine. Hmm. All right, y'all, back to my regularly scheduled program. I'm about to fall back to sleep. <laughs> and um this happened last night too. I woke up around this time and then woke up around five. So Got a good, I think like three hours of sleep in, and then I'll get the rest of my five um, this morning. And 
start to study my for my real estate exam and then I'm gonna have something to eat with one of my brothers who's local I'm pretty sure he's gonna want to go spend time with his friends and I'm just happy because I don't want to consume a lot of calories um I am kind of like in like I don't know, weight loss mode but it would just kind of be counterintuitive to just really stuff myself although it's just one day right so the good thing is it's not like I haven't been continually eating like cookies and da 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 and like all this stuff leading up to so technically it could be a cheat day um type of a thing but um pretty sure I'll make up for it in Christmas when my my parents are here so all right y'all um at the time I'm recording this it is um officially thanksgiving just past midnight happy thanksgiving thanks for listening to my commentary thanks for growing with me laughing with me crying with me exploring concepts with me this one was a fun one right i'll try to remember to open the community comments let me know what you think in the comments until the next one bye